Konbanwa, Zach Langley Chichi. I am so popular. Welcome to the first episode of my podcast. Um, I'm here with a special guest. Uh, who are you? Uh, my name is Miku Divine. Hi, Miku Divine. What are you doing? What am I doing? Um, recently, I've been uh, working at my friend's bar, Bar Peace, uh, once a month. And I've heard also. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> and also um i work at uh the metro club uh, which is currently on hiatus because of corona but fingers crossed we will be back to partying every second saturday of the month yeah hopefully in august so uh and yeah. uh, why are we friends why are we friends um because there's only one club in nagoya and we're forced to work together no, no, That's no. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> because we're drag queens and we met each other at the same club and we fell in love. And yeah, you're just a really good person to hang out with and party with. And I appreciate you. Thanks, Legend. So, yeah, I guess the story is that um, there really is like one foreigner friendly drag party in Nagoya and um before I came to Japan I was really nervous that I wasn't gonna have a chance to continue my art and uh, I found out yeah. about Metro and I got to do it with you and start working with you and I'm so happy that you're on this show because um honestly like Langley Chichi would not be Langley Chichi without Miku Divine like, thank you you know it's true like I was just thinking the other day well, yeah. about how um i wasn't contouring right for like eight months until you just like <laughs> caught me drawing the line all the way down my face <laughs> like queen are I, you okay like, over there like, i don't i don't and i don't come from a shady place i just oh, don't no. like like i want everyone to, I, it, I think they just said it on the latest um Paul's drag race on the all-stars um shay kuei said it like if if we all if if we all look like if one of us looks bad we're all gonna kind of look bad if we all look good if everyone looks good then we're all gonna look good and that's how i think of it like i want you to look good like if we're gonna work together and party together i want you to be the best that you can be yeah well i always appreciate the help and like without you i wouldn't have started at metro which means i wouldn't have started at bar piece like the mm -hmm, entire mm -hmm. career i have in drag in nagoya is like thanks to you so i'm very happy you're on the show yeah, it's really nice to get like to hear their appreciation because I I don't think people I don't think people give appreciation appreciate I can't even speak English just they don't say it like there's so many times that in our lives where we have friends and people that we meet and we're connected and and we open doors for people and they take it it's really nice just to hear a thank you like yeah well thank you so um. <laughs> You're the first guest on the first episode of my first podcast. Uh, this is I'm So Popular. Every week I'm going to have a different one of my many illustrious friends, um, some of my haters perhaps, some of my mortal enemies, <laughs> whoever I can wrangle onto the show. And I'm going to talk to them about two topics. Um, and our first topic for tonight on the docket is uh, drag queens. <laughs> I think it's yeah, pretty... Of course easy to understand why I selected this, but um, yeah, we're both drag queens and we're both in Japan, which is pretty unusual for mm -hmm. foreigners out here. So I want to kind of hear how and why you started drag out here, yeah. if you don't mind repeating the story. Yeah, not at all. Um, so 
I started watching RuPaul's Drag Race from season three. Uh, I think I think about maybe I don't know 2010. Yeah, the Jurassic era. Yeah, exactly. I decided that's when I decided mentally that I wanted to do drag. And so I started watching YouTube videos. I started adding drag queens on Facebook. I asked a couple of friends and I got introduced to some drag queens uh, in Portland. But my family are Jehovah's Witnesses. So I wasn't allowed to go out. I wasn't allowed to go to bars. I couldn't. Like I would have to lie to my family at that time. Uh, mm-hmm. to do those things. So I just had this big plan in my mind. My, my plan was I'm going to move to Japan. And once I move to Japan and have a job and I'm making money, like I'm going to do drag on the side. And I did. I moved to Japan in 2012 and I started doing drag uh, uh, about like four months, five months. So 2013. And wow. so almost and, like seven and a half yeah. years now, almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and that's how yeah, you started, just, but what what attracts yeah. you to drag? Like, what what makes you want to go through it? The thing, I always tell people, like, I, as being an ex-Jehovah's Witness, I wasn't allowed to celebrate holidays. A lot of people know that if they know Jehovah's Witnesses. So no oh, yeah. birthdays, no Christmas. But the big thing for me was no Halloween. So... Oh, yeah. So... So the, so the way that I think about drag is like, I get to celebrate Halloween every day. <laughs> like I get to dress up as this big character, this, and, and, and then I get to party. Like it's like, oh, I don't know. I love all of it. I love uh, lip syncing. Uh, I used to record myself and my sister together. We used to lip sync to like video camera, like a tape recorder. Yeah. Um, to like ABBA and dance like I've been wanting to do it for a long time <laughs> just to, I just didn't know it would be drag but right yeah dra- so it's like oh, yeah I love it what do you dislike about drag because I have a lot <laughs> I have a lot of things. I did di- I just like I dislike getting into drag if, if oh, I yeah. could just like press a button and be dressed up I, I and I dislike that like I wish I was I wish I was better at things, but don't we all in life? Like, yeah. I wish I was a better dancer. I wish I was better at makeup. So those things are like hard. Those are the, yeah. that's the difficult thing. But yeah, I guess, I guess uh, just being in heels for a really long time. And I fucking uh, hate the makeup girl. I, I, yeah, everyone yeah. can see my struggle. I've definitely improved, <laughs> but I have yeah. been toiling and suffering with makeup for so long. And I actually yeah. like, like the art of it and everything. I have like appreciation for anyone who goes through it, but oh, such a chore. And it still takes me so long. Like it's still an hour and a half every time I do my face. Yeah. I, and it, it was for me. Like, I think, I think because I only did it once a month. So once a month, probably like the first two, three years, like it just, it takes a long time. I mean, I know you haven't done it. I know you've done it longer than that because you started in Oregon, but yeah. yeah, the more you do it, you'll just get faster. You get better at it. You win. Yeah, so I started in Oregon. I did like a university drag show, um, and I used to do stuff with my fraternity. <laughs> like I used to like put on like cheap thrift store wigs and whatever I could like pick up from there. Yeah, and uh, we'd go and scare the new recruits uh, with like uh-huh. the three gay members of the house. I thought it was yeah. so fun. Um, and from there, I kind of started digging like more into like the history of drag and how 
it's like the last remaining like true gay art form. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's very expressly like one of like the the few unique like art forms that have like come out of the gay community. Like obviously, yeah, gay men have produced a lot of like fantastic film and writing and art, but like drag is like our thing. You know, Definitely. transgender women and gay men like created such a unique art form of drag and I was like I want to mm-hmm. keep that tradition going you know oh totally so I, I fell really in love with it and I did like two shows I did a, a house party with um two amazing little queens who are, are still going back in Oregon and uh nice. then I hauled my ass over here to Japan and uh got my foot in the door at Metro now here we are yeah yeah, and now, of course, we're both doing a lot of peace, so. Yeah, because of corona. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But I love, I actually love working at the bar. It's so fun. It is. It's real. It is. It is. I'm, 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 I'm enjoying myself more and more. Well, it's a to- it's just such a different world than anything that we get in America. Like, there's no equivalent oh, yeah. to that kind of bar. No, not at all. No. And, we, and... and being drag queens, we get away with so much. <laughs> so it's fabulous (laughs) the amount of dicks i've seen at work is yeah shocking (laughs) and all straight (laughs) oh yeah all heterosexual men for the most part (laughs) yeah i mean there are some gays who come in like it is like a gay mix bar is what it is but yeah um there's a lot of heterosexual men who come lots of salary men off of work who are looking to ogle the ladies i guess yeah yeah I what I find really interesting is like when I get to, I'll, I'll ask my I'll ask my customers like is this the first time like you come in here and then, oh I always and they'll ask say, you. and they and they say yes and then I'm like am I your first drag queen and it's, it's usually like ninety five percent yes I am the first drag queen that they've ever like met and I'm just like whoa like this is it's crazy it's an honor it's like great great I'm happy I'm happy you're here enjoying it. Yeah, and, like, the the best thing about getting to be, like, someone's first drag queen is that, like, I don't know, in America, like, drag is, like, more watered down now. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as Mm -hmm. radical as it used to be. Um, And everyone is kind of trying to, not everyone, but a lot of queens are trying to appeal more broadly and, you know, be more, like, kid-friendly and Mm -hmm. just kind of, like, more of a whitewashed, like, vision of drag. But because it's still so new and radical in japan like it's still like the same like shocking kind of art form that it was when it started in the states yeah and i can and you can tell like like that's what they kind of want like when they come come to our bar like they're excited they're like what is this what is this person like what are they what like they have no idea so it's it's our job to teach them and have fun (laughs) yeah and also i mean japanese people have a very different perception of drag and transgenderism oh, yeah. and cross-dressing they kind they mm-hmm, conflated mm-hmm. all into okama like just one thing definitely yeah, yeah so people are always asking me about my genitals and if mm-hmm. i've chopped any of my bits yes and yeah like i i don't personally mind because you know i'm not a transgender no. woman but yeah I also am always just like so shook that someone would ask because no it's so <laughs> they just straight up ask yeah in japan in japan it's acceptable but it's not acceptable right i mean like yeah this is exactly i think i think if we have if we ask our transgendered friends uh japanese or 
you know, foreign, like they're like, it's not, it's not a cool question. It's not okay question to ask someone straight up, but. Oh no, it's it's so audacious. I don't don't teach. I don't, I don't, I don't say anything, but what I do say is I'm gay and I have a penis and I love it. And, and I'm a man. And and I I just teach them that like, and they're like, Oh really? Like they don't know. They really don't know. Like they, they think, Oh, all, all drag Queens are just transgender. It's like, no, no, no. And I, and I like that. I like that Libra, like the, uh, the bar owner is very okay. I think is very okay with us uh, expressing ourselves however we want to express ourselves. Oh yeah. So, Cause I mean, Lyra so. has always been true to it being a drag bar because she's a drag queen and uh-huh. that was like her vision for the bar from what I can tell. Yeah. And um, she's always wants everyone to like express themselves for whoever they are at 100%. Yes. And yeah. I always get like, Sometimes I get a little antsy if, like, someone wants to, like, talk about politics with me. Like, if someone wants to bring up, like, communism, which has happened a few times. Interesting. Um, th- then I'm always, like, I My don't Japanese know. My Japanese level is not high enough to get in those conversations, thank God. No. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's that's such a nice ticket. I mean, I definitely did do that. It's my ticket out. <laughs> so, the, a few weeks ago, this uh, really, like, older salary man was trying to... Well, he was trying to talk to me about 5G and, like, how China is, like, poisoning, is, like, started, like, COVID with 5G. I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to entertain this right now. I just was like, oh, what can I? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that word. That's funny. That's Were you having a one-on-one with this guy? It was, like, 3 a.m. and, like, it was Lyra, um, one of the bartenders, and this guy. And we were all just waiting for him to be done. I gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah it happens. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But no, for real, like everyone walks into the bar with a different headspace about like what we are. And most people think like we're new hafu, which is like what they basically call like cross dressers or transgender women. Mm-hmm. Like they conflate them. And so they don't even yeah. know like the difference between all of these things. And it's No, no. It's so exciting and refreshing to like to, like, get to, like, live through, like, this kind of culture. Because yeah, yeah. I think it's... Recently in Japan, like, people are talking way more about transgender issues and mm-hmm. bringing up, you know, sexual and identity politics and queer issues and getting yeah. to talk about it and hear people's opinions and, like, share my experience is so rewarding. Yeah. yeah. And also, all these straight men are so horny and it's so fun. <laughs> Yeah. I never considered my drag to be like beautiful or anything. And I mean, I always feel like I'm kind of like my aesthetic is like um coked out runway model like two shots away from death. That's like uh-huh. not yeah, gorgeous, like but glamorous, right? And I I think it's just because, you know, at Metro and like gay clubs, it's just faggots. So like no yeah. one is no one wants to get a piece of the the, True. the the padded pussy. <laughs> no, but no. They sure want a piece at the bar. These straight men, mm-hmm. they're fascinated. They're hungry. Yeah. How would you describe your drag aesthetic? Wait, I want to try first. I want to say, I'm going to say that Miku is, um, <laughs> okay, Miku is um, like an AKB idol um, put into a blender with some, like, what what is that can nerds the candy nerds like the the <laughs> that's what I think that's what I feel. I, I I like this question, but I'm always like 
I always feel like put on the spot. Cause sorry. <laughs> so, no, no, not at all. No, no. I just saying like, I don't have like an exact answer for it. I think, I think there's a lot of people who are very like, they know their brand. Like yeah. I, I'm just not one of those people. Like, I don't, cause I don't. So the way that I think about it is I find myself for like uh, inspiration, kind of like a uh, Pandora box. Okay. And, and uh, kind of like Bianca Del Rio. I don't think of myself as a comedian, but just kind of like mixed, like clowny drag. Sure, like, sure. I, I mean, I think I definitely think of myself as campy. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then I get my inspiration from, uh, from Visual K, from J-pop, um, from video games, from RPGs. And then from all my pop divas, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Britney Spears. Um, so it's just like all of that just mixes into whatever outfit, wig, design I can think of. I love colors. I love being like, I'm going to wear all, like not all yellow, but I like to wear certain colors. So I'm going to be all blue, all yellow, all green and play with that. So that I want to look like I'm about <laughs> to die. Like I literally want to look like too much heroin, like so I can see the lights. Like, that's how close I want yeah. to be towards death with my drag. <laughs> I think I I would love to hear how you that. would describe my aesthetic. <laughs> Let me put you right on the spot. Langley, Langley Chi-Chi. Langley Chi-Chi is. Aesthetic. Yeah. No, but I really like what you've said. So, like, model, mo- like, that, like, that, like, skinny model who yes. doesn't dare to eat anything before she goes on that runway. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> just, just like that, that light, that light beat, that light beat oh uh, with, with, with that, with that shaggy little wig. Oh, I love my shaggy little wigs, girl. I love, I love like, those you're thin ass little wigs. Gonna have a good time. Like you're gonna dance. You're gonna party. You're gonna talk. You're gonna, you're gonna give a good, good show, a good performance. I have to tell you that my, um, my favorite of my little shaggy wigs, like my little pink one, um, that one, I, I think it has to be retired because one of the straight men was just dangling on me too hard and mangled, oh. mangled her. Oh no, she's been tangled. Yeah. And like, I like withdrew my head from him and yeah. like Lyra looked at me from across the bar and she was like, Chi-Chi, your wig. Oh no. I was like, what? And I looked and like, puffs honey like cotton candy what I, it What's looked like that wig it looked like someone had like bunched because this is what had happened it looked like someone had bunched it and like tried to make it into a froth and so there were like bumps of foregone hair all over my head that wig is toast dang it's about time for a new one i i have enough money in my u.s debit account now that i yeah, can buy a yeah. nice uh, aliexpress wig Ooh. <laughs> you should you should I'm going to for sure. These these um Japanese wigs are not the tea. I don't care for them. No. Wait, wait did you buy a Japanese wig? Yeah, like Where did mo- you buy it from? I get most of them from Rakuten. Oh, oh, I've never I've never bought anything on there before. I I usually buy like um like wigs for heterosexual cisgender women who Yeah. Like I don't know, maybe they have, like, a bald spot or something. Like, a lot of these, like, wigs are just, like, normal, like, Japanese teenager haircuts. And then they'll have it in, like, two colors that are out of the box. And then I I go for those ones usually. Interesting. No, I've never bought anything on 
on Rakuten. Yeah, oh, come, it's such a come to AliExpress. We want you. Yeah, I know. I need. To. No, I use, I use my get a Japanese credit card. I, sh- I I really should. I have been here for two years, and the fact that I don't have a credit card is fucking stupid. You could. You could. Um, when I have to like Whatever. do like a, a, a Japanese transaction online, I like always just like buy like a prepaid gift card, like some crackhead in oh, Oregon. Yes. Yeah. No. No. I have. I. There's lots of people who do it that way. That's a good way. Yeah. Like the crackheads in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I have a friend who does it here. He's not a crackhead, but. <laughs> well, are you sure? Have you have you <laughs> tested him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. What's one of your favorite numbers you've ever done? My like my personal. Yeah. Um. Okay. So my favorite performance ever is um. It's. It's called Europa, and the singer is from Spain. Oh, I saw is, you do that. Her name is Monica Naranjo. Yeah, you did this and, at Gay Spiral, right? Uh, I don't think I've done it at Gay Spiral yet. I've done really? it. I've done it. Met- I did it at Metro, and then I did it. Oh wait, is no, it no, the one that goes? It, it's, da, it's not the same. Da, 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 that one. No, that's a that's a different one. Same, oh, okay. same singer, same singer, oh, but different song. Okay, okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I've done this in Tokyo, and I think um, I think I've done it like one other place, uh, but it, it's like it's it's opera. It's like pop techno opera, and then it goes into just hardcore, like just pop, like, and and then she does this like rock moment in the middle of it. Yeah, and my my favorite thing that I've I don't know my favorite performance that I ever done with that is that I took whiskey and I started feeding the audience whiskey shots and they were living. Oh, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. It. I'm gonna give this a, give it away, but but so I what I do is I take the whiskey bottle and I put it in my tights. I have like eight tights, and, and so you can't oh, see it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And then I and then I pull it out of my pussy, and then I and then I swig it and drink it and they were like living so then i started feeding them feeding them shots and they were living even more so the energy was just like so high and then it does this like scream moment so i i got a little bit in my mouth and then i just sprayed it like a sprinkler across the audience and they just they lived like they loved it and i had a great time but when I got when I did that same performance in Tokyo, I got in trouble <laughs> and I got yelled at. <laughs> they Spitting. Said, yeah, they're like, "Ooh, you shouldn't spit." You know, you hurt. Well, there was cameras. I think the big deal is there was cameras in the audience. I forgot about that. Oh so, yeah. I apologize. I apologize, but I'm not sorry for the first performance. It was fabulous, and everyone. Wow, well, so. I miss the pre-COVID world. We can never do that. Performance right. cannot be right. done now. No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> Keeping it safe. Keeping it yeah. safe. Yeah. I think for me, my favorite is um, when I did the FKA Twig song, Glass and Patron. And mine also had a pussy reveal where I pulled the chains out of my, out of yes. my Monco. Yeah. And, yes, um, that was great. That one was fun um, because it was like the exact note I like long to hit when I'm in drag, which is like in between of like transfixing someone and like freaking them out a little bit. Yeah. Like, there was like two girls who you can like visibly see in the front row in the video of it who are like disgusted, and then everyone else is like cheering for it. So that's like the exact mix I want. 
Yeah. And then I also like the um, St. Vincent song I did where I broke the computer monitor with the baseball bat because that really yes. frightened people. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And I, I, appre- I appreciate all, all types of drag. I appreciate all types of shows. I mean, some people don't like some people just like a certain thing, but I just love that. I love, I love people who can dance to house down boots. I love people that can have a, you know, beat face for the gods, but then I love people that can do, you know, art performances and like show their, their feelings through these actions. And, and then us as, 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 an audience you know it's it's up to our job to like interpret it and and interpret how people feel so yeah love that. that's a beautiful note uh, how about we take a break yeah let's take a break We're back. Um, so before the break, we're talking about drag queens, and something that goes right in hand with drag queens is alcohol. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. So I'm curious about mm-hmm. your drinking habits. Like, yeah, how much do you drink every week? When do you drink? Do you have like any rules? Like, what is your drinking lifestyle like? Okay. Can I kind of tell my like fam- like my history? Yeah, duh. Okay, so a lot of people get confused with Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons. So Mormons are not allowed to drink alcohol. They're not even allowed to really have caffeine. So they stay away from coffee and even like caffeinated drinks, right? But Jehovah's Witnesses are allowed to drink. Um, I didn't know that. I'm so stupid. The, the big thing though is that we're not, uh, sorry, I say we, it's just a habit, right? But Jehovah's Witnesses are not allowed to get drunk. That is the big no-no. Okay, they can um, drink but so, not get drunk. Gotcha. Yeah. So there's that fine line of like getting a buzz and being drunk. <laughs> so yeah. uh, so I bring that up because I I had not drink in alcohol un- until I was 21. Like That was your first when- time ever? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I, I followed the rules. <laughs> wow and, and so what was your first time drinking like it was great my mom like my mom and dad like they are they well my mom's not a drinker but but my dad is and my mom they just want me to have a good time they want to be responsible and not get drunk but they're happy to like have the experience so i think my mom um made me like a vodka like a sunrise like a vodka vodka and uh orange juice oh and you then, the grenadine and stuff yeah yeah um and it's like that that's the first cocktail was like a sunrise i think and then my dad took me for a beer i did not like beer at all (laughs) do you still not like beer i do now i do now yeah i like everything now really um but i have favorites like beer is not my favorites yeah so so then i think in america i would always try to get a a cranberry cranberry vodka i drink a lot of vodka in america too that's my to go to is a cranberry vodka um but then when i moved to japan they don't well in tokyo there's the cranberry vodka is everywhere but in nagoya 
nobody has cranberry juice at their bar. It's too expensive and you can't really find it anywhere. Like, so, so you had to switch. I had to switch. And so I think I did like, I kind of did sunsets, right? Like I did like tequila and, and orange juice. And then I did vodka and orange juice, but that was just too much. Like the orange juice was too much. The alcohol is great. Um, so then I switched to whiskey and Coke and rum and Coke and, and Long Island iced teas. Oh, Long Island iced tea. Yeah. See, I have the exact opposite experience of you. Um, because mm-hmm. I started like smuggling alcohol when I could when I was like sixteen. <laughs> um, my lovely. My family literally just trusted me so much that they let me throw parties with girls. Like, in <laughs> in our we had like a spare like gr- we had a garage right, and then like attached to the garage was like a single spare room, and they literally just like let me invite like between ten and fifteen girls, and because I was you know the most flaming of all homosexuals. Like, it was only women. Yeah. And I would invite all these girls over, and then we would just, like, rummage around in there until we found, like, two shots of whiskey, and then we just ha- <laughs> we had a, a party. Uh, but then yes, I drank a lot I in college, it. so, like, from 18 to, you know, 20, 22, I drank a lot. Yeah. And um, when I was in college, I also loved vodka. Because oh. it was cheap. We could get really, yes. really cheap vo- uh, vodka, like Smirnoff, that was like, you know, you could consume it. And uh, and isn't it true, though, like, in America, if you get vodka, you can get, like, every flavor known to man. Like, oh, you yeah. Get... I had whipped cream flavored vodka. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my God, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> pe- people, you don't understand. In Japan, you you have, like, two choices or three choices of like different flavored vodka it's just not a choice here now that's different than like a haichu where it's like a it's like a four loco they have four locos where you can get every four four loco you get apple and watermelon and blah blah but i'm talking about hardcore vodka i'm just saying i miss america i miss the alcohol choices yeah, but I exhausted myself on vodka, and I I can't really drink it anymore. Like I can, I like last night yeah. my friend and I were watching a movie, and we had some White Russians, and it was fine. Um, but like I had too many hangovers from vodka, <laughs> especially the like the like the few weeks after I turned twenty one. Um, yeah. I stayed in Eugene, you know, our little college town for. Um, the whole summer and basically all my friends are gone except for um, a few and like six of them took me on my 21er and then one of the girls was working as as a nurse at the time so she always wanted to get wasted on her days off because she didn't have that much time off and so she would bring my unsuspecting little 21 year old 135 pound you know Uh she would drag my little frame into the local bars and then we would just see how close we could come to death, I feel. <laughs> oh, my God. I have, like, amazing. one vivid memory of, like, being, like, splayed out on, like, the curbside at, like, 4 a.m. as the sun was rising. <laughs> it's like a fucking Gaspar Noe movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, but so I, that too much vodka, that's, that's canceled. <laughs> I'm canceling vodka. Now I mostly drink whiskey, beer, and tequila. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm drinking gin right now, though. I have some Bacardi. Oh, nice. Um, But I couldn't freeze the ice fast enough, so I'm having, like, literal water and rum in a glass. 
I, I was, I'm thinking about your question earlier. Like, what do you, like, what is your drinking habits? Yeah. Um, for me, like, I don't, I usually don't drink by myself. So it's, it's, I drink socially. So like, if I go to a party or I go to someone's house, like I want to drink and right. I want to drink with, drink with people. Um, but if I'm working, if I have to work the next day, then no, I don't want to hang over and no, like I'm not going to drink. So, so what tends to happen is, uh, when I do get that chance, I just go all the way and drink everything. <laughs> I think that's, that's a good philosophy because, um, I don't it's drink fun. often by myself, but I do yeah. occasionally, like, especially in the winter when it's yeah. like pretty cold here and like none of my friends want to do anything. And it's like, I'm tired yeah. after work. Like. I'll throw back some, you know, some Nihon shoe. Like, I'll have my little sake. Nice, nice. And I'll get, like, a little buzz going, and then I'll pass out. And that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. But it's not often. Um, it just is sometimes. <laughs> but then, but then that's, so, but now I'm, I'm working at the bar sometimes. Yeah, and, and then, the bar is nothing but drinking. And that's the job. Like, I think of that as a job now. So it's like, to me, that's different than like, let's go to a club. Like, my purpose is not not to like make money. But when I work at the bar, I'm like, how can I get some champagne? Like, how many, how many shots can I do with these customers? Yeah. Well, the whole thing is that you have to, you know, we're basically hostesses. Like, we have to get these men, like, we are hostesses. We have to get like these people to buy more alcohol and buy us more alcohol. So mm-hmm. like the whole like target of the job is to get more drunk basically. So yeah, yeah, it can be chaotic sometimes, but I haven't thrown up from bar piece yet. <laughs> oh, I know you have, girl, I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I definitely have. You're you are too <laughs> veteran in the game not to have at this point. Yeah. Oh, but I think no, I, okay, no. actually, you know what? I did not after Bar Piece, but after Honey Dip, like the, the party that we do sometimes. Yeah. Um, that, that we're going to do together next month. Yeah, next month. I'm oh, so, so excited. excited. Do you know what you're going to do? Because I'm going to work at the bar. I'm going, like, I'm going to work at the, like, we're going to do this all together. I'm so excited. Like, <gasps> we we'll haven't work, worked we'll together work. yet at the bar. I'm so we'll, excited. We sh- I mean, I don't know if you've decided this, but I'm pretty sure, like, we'll work at the bar on Saturday. Yeah. And then like and then we'll all go together and we'll Yeah, all which go is what to... we did last time. And yeah. I'm glad you're coming because But I haven't done it with you though. So no, I know ahead. we haven't done it, so I'm really excited. And also we haven't been in drag at the same time in like three or four months now. I know. I know. That's but, but, so but, shocking. But hopefully but well hopefully we'll have Metro the week. Yeah, we'll before, have two weeks so. in a row, like really soon. Yeah, which will be good. Which will be good and I need it and I want it. And I know that I'm not gonna do the same performance. I'm gonna do different different for performance yeah i'm gonna do different ones too i think i haven't decided yet i've decided for metro but i haven't decided for about yet i've decided one of my numbers i don't know where i'll do it yet and then i think i'll probably do it at honey dip because there might be more people i don't know oh true true so yeah but um i'm gonna do a lady gaga song oh wait from from the new album from traumatica yeah wait are you doing what do you let me guess are you gonna do I hope you're doing replay. That's my favorite song from the album. I'm doing, I don't even know what it's called. It's so bad, but I know the lyrics guys. I study, I study. Okay. What all is it? Words. What is it? The one with Elton John. Oh, sign from above. <laughs> yes. Sign from above. I actually was just talking about that on another, uh, with one of my other friends for another episode. So 
did you guys hate it? Did you like? No, um, I that's probably my least favorite song on the album, but I think well, that it's a great song for a drag performance. No, I'm sure you will, and it has that like great bit at the end where um, it just goes out of control. So I can't wait to see you do that. Yeah, yeah. So that's my that's my idea for for Metro. What's have you ever drunkenly performed before? A little, but I don't like it because to me that's very messy. It is messy. I, I, I have I did, been. I did. I did it. I did it about, but but to me that's that's it's different. Like Metro, and then like what I because I we had to work at the bar, right? Like I had to work at the bar and drink, and then go to the club and then perform. To me, that's a little different. Like at Metro, oh, yeah. I always decide just not to get buzzed. But I'll take a couple shots. Like I'll be. Oh yeah, I'll take a shot. I'll take like a, a you know, let's let's go shot, but never wasted. Never wasted. The, the worst for me was just one time where I um, it was the number where I performed and I broke the computer. I definitely was like one shot over. <laughs> I I needed the courage. Was it good or bad? Was it good or bad? Um, I only watched that video one time and I was like, I don't need to see that again. <laughs> so you mm-hmm. can. I was really ashamed of my contour that night because I, I stole some of your powder and I put like yeah. the black shade of contour on and it looked like dirt. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because the black shade of contour is like good if you like know how to apply just a little, but like, oops, I caked it on. When it comes to like drinking and dragging, like it's it's like if you're drinking and driving, like your lip sync's going to be messy. Like you can't. Yeah, you can't, there's like a, a good happy place. Yeah, yeah, there's like a good middle of the road where you're not like stumbling, but you're like a little bolder than you might be before. It's, it's just my personal thing. Like yeah. I'm not reading Queens. If they liked, if they enjoy, if they like to get drunk and perform, like that's fine. And if you can do it and you rock great, but just not, yeah, my, not my job. I've, but... I've done it. And I didn't really love it, but I do love alcohol. Though. So that's the thing is like, that's what I get. That's what I get excited for is I'm like, okay, after I perform, let's get wasted <laughs> yeah then exactly you can just like get as drunk as you want after speaking yeah. of getting wasted what is the drunkest you've ever been um probably the the time the first night i worked at barpies <laughs> oh actually i think i've heard about this before what happened to you yeah. so it's okay. Like I never have anything like super crazy happen. Like I never like woke up at someone else's house and like not remembered where I was. I've, I've had other friends tell me stories like that, but um, no, I mean, this was like blackout, like getting blackout drunk. So I didn't have any clue how you, I had, I had no idea. Like, how do you work at a, How do you work at a bar? What are you supposed to do? So I just, I thought it would be a great idea just to drink everything. And ev- like oh, everything yeah. someone gives you and, and, and basically not pace myself and not drink water. And so like we opened at eight and then I think I was like not remembering blacking out at least by like 12 or one. Oh damn. That's early. Yeah. Maybe one. Yeah. And so just to like give you, give you all a hint of like how drunk I was like, I woke up the next morning completely out of drag and um, my shoes, my, my high heel shoes, one of them was just snapped like in half oh. and they're shoes that I really love too. <laughs> they're really great and they're really comfortable. So I don't remember how those shoes broke. So well, I just, gone I just, now. 
they're gone now. I just imagine, I just imagine that I like fell completely on my ass and snapped them. And I, like, it was probably going to the bathroom because I remember going to the bathroom and basically not leaving the bathroom. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I was drinking cocktails. I was drinking champagne up the kazoo. And then I was doing tequila shots. And it's the tequila shots that were like the end. Like, don't do tequila shots after you drink everything. Yeah, I know for me the worst. Um, I, I've i never blacked out in drag, but I have been close. One time after Metro, after Alice just would not stop giving me shots, I definitely like, <laughs> I painted my boyfriend's bathroom. Um, and I was like laying on the floor of the bathroom. He like came in. This is like only two months into our relationship as well. So like, <laughs> it's very early. And he just like saw me on the floor and he was like, trying to like coax me back to life and i was trying to tell him in japanese to stop which means like you know you say yamete yeah but yeah. instead i kept saying namete 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 kudasai which means please lick wow wow so i just oh, kept i, I kept telling means. him to lick it while i was like squirming on the floor just like still in my tights makeup smeared all over my face like just <laughs> the pinnacle of society true true love true love and you know what that's not even the drunkest i have ever been <laughs> What is the well, drunkest you've ever been? I lost like a whole 17 hours of my life. Wow. Yeah. Like I, in my university, there is a tradition of going to like Shasta every year. Okay. And the, basically every single fraternity and sorority rent these awful capitalist nightmare barges. And then they like set sail on the, on the lake. What? They all park on an island, and there's, like, a thousand kids, and it just is hell on earth for three days. So I was there, and then then I suddenly was not. And then I woke up, um, like, quite a bit of time later, like, in a blanket on my fraternity's boat. And they're like, okay, weekend's over. I was like, oh, well, I guess I had one day, so. Wow. I, what did I you have, drink? Oh, so they give you these things called chug jugs. And do you know those, like, massive, like, water bottles, you know, that you can, like, strap on for hiking or whatever? Okay, I think so, The big plastic canteens. Um, You fill them with whatever you want. And so my date, my friend Quinn, uh, um, I'm going to bleep that out. (laughs) Sorry, Quinn. Uh, My friend Quinn, um, she uh, filled mine with some vodka cranberry. Oh, and I drank gotcha. the whole thing real fast, and then I had a really fun first night, and then I had a black hole for the second night. Wow. But honestly, I think I was so drunk that I, like, passed the point of being hungover, so. Yeah. It was fine. <laughs> That's I, such I, an interesting story. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it's messy. I'm, this is going to be one of the episodes I tell my mom to skip when she starts listening. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, we all have stories, right? We all have these, these out, these drunk stories. They're fun. Well, actually, I find that today's youth, like, the most recent, like, upcoming generation, they're, like, not Mm -hmm. into drinking and partying that much. Like, people our age are, like, kind of, or I guess, I guess you're a little older, like, but people between my age and your age, like, the drinking culture is, like, really ending, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, 
Millennials and Zoomers are much less interested in, like, the whole drinking scene. Huh. No one wants to do it anymore. Like, in America... I'm too old to know anyone about that. I'm sorry, guys. Well, all the people around my age here, like, in, in Sioux, like, very few of them actually drink. It's really surprising. Weird. <laughs> I don't get it. I, like, I'm not going to shame someone for, like, not drinking. No, but, like, no, I'm, I'm not going to shame them, but I'm going to look at them and be like, well, why not? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, uh, what's the word? I wouldn't try to convince someone to drink. That's not my thing, but I'd be no, like, I'll just, yeah, I'll we're just not, judge we're you not going to be side. friends no more. Like, I'm not going to contact you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know what? You are, you're allowed not to drink, but I'm also allowed not to be your friend. <laughs> I'm going to go to the bar. You're not going to come to the bar with me. Sorry. Really. I'll, I'll see you at the library. <laughs> yeah, we'll show there. Well, Miku, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Could not have been the most perfect first guest ever. I and I Yay. also really wanted people to hear about like uh, our drag and like the job that we yeah. do because I I know it's gonna keep coming up and you're like the only other person who there's like maybe two other people who can speak English about this yeah, job. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm really happy that we got to communicate about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thank you well, so that's, much. That's all, everyone. Thanks for listening. Mother name.